Welcome back. This is your BTEC Enterprise Component 2 episode about um, part 3 and part 4 from my pre-coursework ideas pack that I gave you before the start of half term. Um, today we're going to talk briefly through part 3 and part 4. So that's the chosen enterprise idea for part 3 and the financial and non-financial aims for part 4. Now part 3 is arguably the most important section in this piece of coursework because this is where you choose which enterprise idea you're going to take forward. Now you can only do this if you've done part 2a and part 2b properly. So if you haven't, stop listening to this, find the other episodes for part 2a and part 2b and make sure you've completed that work. Now you should be there because part 2a we started in class and part 2b was in the last podcast. So those should be completed. Well, what you do now is you take the research that you've completed. So you should have asked 30 people about your three enterprise ideas, which ones of those they would actively purchase and have an idea of how much they would pay and how often they would pay for your product or services. So if, for example, I had chosen to investigate a dog walking enterprise, a window cleaning enterprise and say a car washing enterprise I will have asked 30 people which of those they'd be interested in how much they'd be willing to pay and how often they'd use the services and what I would then do is look at which one was likely to be the most popular and bring in the most revenue so how many sales I would make now once I'd done that um, I would then have looked at the competition so if I've got a really popular service say like car cleaning or window cleaning um, what I would do is then think right I've got lots of customers who are interested in that what's the competition like if the market is full of competition already so it's saturated I might think it's going to be difficult for me to compete against people who've already been in business for longer than I have so my car washing idea or my window cleaning idea might not be the best one. But if I investigated dog walking, for example, and found out that it's reasonably popular because people would say, would have told me that they would purchase that service on a fairly regular basis. But then when I looked at the competition, there was no one there, nobody doing it. Well, absolutely, I would take that one forward. So you have to make a judgment. You have to... Look at your individual research from your potential customers and the competition and decide which one you're going to take forward. Now, what's also really important here is you've got to have the skills to deliver it. It is no good saying that you're going to set up a car washing business if you have no clue how to wash a car. Now, that might sound really silly because surely washing a car is quite easy. It's easy if you're good at it. And if you're good at it, you've been doing it for a while. And if you've never washed a car in your life before, going into business and trying to do it is not the way to get that experience. Okay, so think about the skills that you have and whether those are going to have a bearing on your success or not. Excuse me. So. How popular is your enterprise? What's the competition doing? Have you got the skills? Once you've looked at your research, now you can make a judgment and you have 
to justify this. You have to say, this is the one that I'm taking forward because my research told me this, the competition in the local area does this, and my skills are this. So those three areas, research, competition, skills. Okay, and put those into the part three section. Remember, you don't have to keep this neat. This is not a piece of coursework that is going to be handed in. This is your pre-coursework ideas pack where you throw down the ideas that you have about your enterprise. But part three, this is where you take three potential ideas. And now you're going to say, I'm going to focus on one because I've done the research and the researcher told me this is going to be a successful enterprise. Now, once you've done part three, um, you've got to move on to part four. And part four talks about financial and non-financial aims. Now, in this section, as it says, you need to provide details of the financial and non-financial ambitions of your enterprise. These must be detailed enough so someone else can easily understand them and they themselves are able to explain them to someone else. Now, I use that in, in lots of coursework. It's good enough if someone else can read it and then understand it, and then they themselves can explain it to someone else. So you've got two areas to look at, financial aims. Now, these are plans that involve m meeting money-based targets or financial aims. These can be linked to the amount of sales revenue to be achieved, or you might even look at the um, desired, desired level of profits. Um, the two examples of financial aims are being able to make a profit and being able to achieve break even. Now, I'm just going to talk really simply about both of those. So two financial aims, making a profit and breaking even. Making a profit is where, for example, you know, if you if you buy something for, say, £10 and then you sell it on for £20, well, then you've made a £10 profit. We know how that works because sale price minus cost price, so £20 minus £10 equals your um, gross profit. Now, that's your... That's a you know in a, in a very simple um, explanation. That is your financial aim to make a profit. You might decide, however, that early on <clears throat> you just want to achieve break even. Now, break even is the point where the number of sales allows you to make the same amount of money that, that you are spending. Okay, so let's imagine you're making say cupcakes. And all of your ingredients that you put into cupcakes cost you £20. Well, your break-even point is where you figure out how many cupcakes you need to sell in order to cover that £20 initial outlay. Now, it might be that you need to sell 40 cupcakes in order to cover that initial outlay. Well, that would be your break-even point. So what you could say is that you want to achieve break even and then once you've achieved break um, the break even point go on to make a profit now they've got to be realistic aims there is no point you saying i want to achieve a profit of 1000 pounds in the first week okay i'd love for that to be realistic for you i really really would and if you can make a thousand pounds in a in in a week from a micro enterprise, I can't wait to read your coursework 
because I'll give it a go myself. Now, what you have to do is be realistic. If you are a new enterprise, which you're going to be, don't expect to have hundreds of customers in the first couple of days because that's just not going to happen because your advertising has got to kick in. You've got to do your sales promotion. You've got to do direct marketing. You've got to look at how you're going to get your message across to your customers. So unless you've got something that is completely world-changing, please don't expect a 100 customers in the first couple of days. So in that case, your profits have to be realistic. How much are you realistically looking to make? Now, it's really difficult sometimes because new enterprises find that setting an aim to achieve a profit um, can be too ambitious in the short term. It might be more realistic to focus on making a profit later on once the business has been established for a while. So you might decide that you're going to start making a profit maybe in week three. Um, most new enterprises are more likely to set an aim to survive, so to achieve break even. So maybe your financial aim should be, I aim to achieve my break-even point within the first two weeks of trading. And then for the next five or six weeks of trading, I aim to be making my profits. So I think that what you need to do is just think realistically, how much money am I like to get? Am I going to have coming in? How many customers am I going to have? So I want to achieve break even in the first couple of weeks i want to make a profit for the next 5 or 6 weeks so that's your financial aim now non-financial aims are a bit less specific because these are aims that don't involve meeting money based targets and they can be grouped together as under this umbrella non-financial aims now these can be linked to other aspects of the business such as becoming a recognized brand brand or behaving maybe in an ethical way or a um, environmentally responsible way. So two examples of non-financial aims are customer satisfaction and social aims. So in those terms, you can say your number one financial aim or non-financial aim, sorry, your number one non-financial aim is to provide 100% customer satisfaction. Every single customer you have is going to be satisfied and your second one quite an easy one to to hook onto here is to operate in an environmentally responsible way whether that is only buying environmentally um, responsible products if maybe you're using cleaning products you might choose biodegradable ones or you may use only locally sourced ingredients for your food products so that you reduce the carbon footprint of transporting those goods or you may say that what you look to do is use as much recycled material as possible in your products. Or it might be that you're going to ensure that you recycle as much as your waste as possible. So customer satisfaction and an environmental responsibility are good non-financial aims for you to write about in your coursework. Okay. Now, I know that that's been quite quick for two parts of your coursework part three and part four for me to explain um, what I would say is please do continue to reach out on email I've had a few emails from um, your classes 
over the holiday period, do continue to send me emails. And if there's anything specific that I can help you with, please don't hesitate to ask. Make sure you're still keeping your coursework pack in an easy to find place um, so that you can pick it up whenever you need to. And do commit to just 10 minutes of your coursework every day. That way you will make progress towards completing it. Okay, in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about um, section five, um, which naturally follows on. And this is when we're going to look at the products, features and benefits of your service. Okay, good luck. I look forward to seeing you complete your coursework once we get back. Please do make good use of the ideas pack. See you soon. Bye bye.